0: So Psalm 27, I know it's a whole Psalm, but it's really the Psalm that I can relate to, I I think the most. Um, And it starts out with the Lord is my light and my salvation, like whom shall I fear? And it really, it it goes through everything. Like when, when people forsake you, like God will take me up. And at the end of that Psalm, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And I found that to be a theme in my life where whatever God brings me through, the good and the bad, and there's this, this, this constant element of praise in that Psalm. Um, he's always there. He's, he's always there. He's always better than my option. And he will always come through, regardless of how that feels in the moment. And sometimes... I think all of us struggle with a certain amount of pride and, oh, my way's the best way. My way's, you know, I need to just make it happen. And, you know, things aren't going my way, I just need to step out and be assertive. And, and really in this Psalm, God calls us to wait on him, to be of good courage and he will strengthen our heart. And, and it really brings home the nature of God and the work of the spirit. And I love that because a lot of life is really just learning how to submit to God and his will and his way. And that might look like waiting. It might look like taking action as well, but but of whom will we be afraid? We shouldn't have the fear of man as we continue on with our lives. We should should really trust in the Lord. Um, Like Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So that's Psalm 27 kind of the, the verse of the chapter, if you will, that God's really used in a mighty way in my life. I think initially when I fully repented and followed Christ, um, my family was grateful, but they were also very skeptical because of the, the, the weightiness of the things that were happening in my life. And so uh, I just remember there being this, like this hopefulness to it. But then I was also dealing with a lot of really difficult theology at the time. And so I think their their hope was that they would coach me through that and the other people God would use to do that. And he has. Um, but there was definitely a rejoicing in that aspect. Um with a little bit of a little bit of fear of what's next, you know. So Yeah, so I see music as two things really that God is using in my, in my walk now. Um, but I think it's for everyone, regardless of whether you're a musician or not or a vocalist or not. And what it really does is it creates a heart of praise and thankfulness to God. So regardless of whether you're, you're writing music or you're the one listening to it, or you're the one performing it, you, you, sh- you should have this common bond with Christ in the sense that you're grateful for what he's done for you. And so oftentimes I think the, the, the purpose of writing music, the purpose of worshiping or being a worship leader or the purpose of um, being the person in the congregation singing or even just in your car singing, the purpose of that is to remind ourselves of the goodness of God and of his purpose in our lives. And also to remind us um, that we're not God that he is good, that he is so much higher than us, that he is so much bigger than us. And and it it should drive home a heart of praise and thankfulness in the hard times and in the good times. And so that's really what music has done for for my life. It's a vehicle that God has used, I think much like the psalmist, where oftentimes in the same hardship, there's praise that gets squeezed out. And and uh like the apostle Paul when when he sang in the prison, like God was using this dark time to really shape uh, the people around him as well and to, and to bring some of them to Christ. And so that's, that should be that heart of praise and thankfulness, knowing God sees the big picture. This is a time for me to let go of, of my pride, let go of myself, push that aside and let God, let God be the one that we glorify and magnify because he is good, he's good, so... So recently, the hymn, And Can It Be, is a hymn that I've absolutely fallen in love with. The incredible theology in that hymn and just the, the awestruckness of the refrain, amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me, uh, it just really has been hitting home to my heart and currently is my favorite hymn. That might change because there's many great ones up there, but And Can It Be, such a great hymn. So over the last few months uh, at Redeemer, uh, we hired a new pastor. His name is Pastor Daryl Del Hussey, And he has definitely, listening to his sermons, talking with him, interacting with him, has definitely been the the largest impact on my life in the last few months, uh, on a day-to-day basis kind of thing. Um, One of many people I feel like that, that God has used to surround me and encourage me, but definitely Daryl, he says something almost every time I see him that I'm like, I needed to hear that like right now. And so I'm so incredibly grateful and thankful to him and his ministry. Yeah, so my wife has really played that role of influencing my life to help shape me into the person that, that God really, the man that God really wants me to be in a lot of ways. And one of those ways specifically, she, she's my best supporter, but she's also my worst critic. And I think God uses that to, to shape me, to give me an element of realism to my life where I don't just have someone at home that can constantly feed me what I wanna hear, but she's willing to tell me the hard truth But at the same time, she's always there to back me up. And be there for me. So God's really used that aspect as well. Um, God has taught me, as I'm sure God has taught my wife. Um, God's taught me patience through my interaction with her and through our marriage. And God has taught me really how to recognize and see the beauty in that relationship, and to to recognize, uh, kind of have some more insight on the the beauty of God and in His interaction with the church. And so. We, we see this selfless love, this servant love, servant leadership that comes out. Um, and, and my wife has just done an incredible job of uh, just being with, with me throughout all of that and, and helping that process as God shapes me. I would really encourage someone in two ways. Uh, looking back at the 15 year old me and seeing someone like that now, I would encourage them in two ways. I would say first, don't ever stop digging into scripture. That's really the only thing that saved my life literally was God using his word to pull me out of much false doctrine and, and struggles and hardships and, and depression and a lot of things at that time. And so God use that mightily, g- dig into his word, shut off whatever it is that's keeping you from doing that. And, wait on the Lord back to Psalm 27, wait on the Lord, be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. So just know the phase of life that you're in currently, it will end, it will come to pass. It will, it will move on and God will, God will shape you through it. And it might seem like it takes forever, but really it's a short amount of time and God's gonna see you through it every single time. If you put your trust and your faith and your hope in him and if you lean on him, in all of your ways and not trust in your own heart to guide you.